I went to PAX West this past weekend, and it was great. I had a good time. But most importantly, I played a lot of video games. And just generally did a lot of video game related things. Not just play video games, but watch the video game thing, and even drink a video game alcohol. And so, here are some of my impressions of what I did during PAX West 2022. Terra Nil is a strategic reverse city builder. Instead of building an urban metropolis, you're rebuilding the natural ecosystem of a desolate wasteland. A little gauge in the corner tracks how much of the world has been rehabilitated, but once full, entire new menu options and systems unlock to make the healthy, thriving ecosystem of your dreams and that that planet deserves. Most importantly, once you're done rebuilding nature, you must undo all of your construction to leave the environment better than when you arrived. A demo is available now on Steam to try out before the full game launches early next year. Mina the Hollower is the next original game from Yacht Club Games, creators of Shovel Knight. The game takes inspiration from retro Game Boy games like The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, while integrating gameplay and gothic elements from Castlevania and even from software's Bloodborne. The game's pretty hard. Enemies are punishing and can attack from all directions while Mina can only swing her whip in four directions. Mina, as a hollower, can dig underground and burrow underneath her enemies and the environment to navigate, launching herself upward for some light platforming. Skilled players can completely bypass most combat by burrowing and jumping around levels. The new gothic adventure is set to launch sometime late next year. Keeping with the spooky theme, The Last Case of Benedict Fox is a Lovecraftian Metroidvania taking place between gothic manners and alien dimensions. Horror elements are everywhere, from the environments to enemies. Lovecraftian touches find their way into genre mainstays, like turning double-jumping into a ghostly tentacle that pulls you up higher to the next platform. Combat is a mixture of knife combos and gunplay, with a shielding and counter move similar to that in Metroid Dread. The few story elements present in the demo establish an intriguing mystery for the full game once it launches sometime next year. Gunbrella is the next action platformer from the creators of Gato Roboto. The titular Gunbrella is a game changer, adding fun new changes to the standard platforming toolkit, including dashes, reflex, and gentle descents through treacherous environments. The Prohibition Punk stylings create a warm, welcoming environment to the satisfyingly brutal combat, with little bits of gore and viscera around the screen as you shoot each enemy with your close-range umbrella shotgun. The story adds its own goofy touch to the Lone Wanderer trope that, along with some hints to a much larger mystery, may paint an intriguing adventure when the game launches sometime next year. Friends vs. Friends is a comical, cartoony, card-based first-person shooter pitting anthropomorphic animals against each other in arena-based combat. Each hand of cards adds a new dynamic to the battle, from equipping new weapons, throwables, to modifiers, like making your opponent's head enormous, or turning yourself into a giant, risking more visibility for a larger health pool. Some cards even completely change the map, detonating the arena in 
playing out the rest of the match in the wreckage. The pace and customization reminded me of that old arena shooter custom robo that Nintendo made forever ago, but real time. So instead of prepping beforehand, you have your deck of cards and you throw them all out on the fly alongside the modern first-person shooter framework of Rainbow Six Siege. The game currently has no release date. WrestleQuest is the game of a pro wrestling fan's dreams. The wrestling-themed JRPG takes place in a world of wrestling action figures, where players take on multiple real wrestlers on their journey to the top. Many wrestlers from the WWE past and present, like Macho Man Randy Savage, have their official likenesses in the game, and play pivotal roles in the game. Combat plays out with standard JRPG mechanics with additional button presses and timing challenges to keep players on their toes, all with a wrestling flair. Each combat ends by pinning the opponent, but letting combat go on longer can build up hype from the audience, increasing experience, payouts, and even increased loot drops, adding a risk to letting combat go on longer. The spokesperson for the Ukraine-based developer confirmed to me that the game is targeting 80 to 100 hours of goofy wrestling antics for when the game launches, quote, soon. Beat Beat is a 2D rhythm platformer where you play a fast-paced platformer and even faster-paced rhythm game at the same time. The platforming is reminiscent of Super Meat Boy, one of the bigger inspirations for the developer with quick, precision-based jumping and navigating levels. The developer's other big inspiration is the Nintendo DS classic Elite Beat Agents, an indie rhythm platformer Osu for the rhythm half of the game. Not only do you need to worry about navigating levels, but navigating levels in time to the different closing rings. While music is pretty subjective, I did enjoy the poppy beats while going through the admittedly kind of hard levels. The game is currently in early access on Steam and is targeting a Q3 2023 release. And now for some rapid-fire impressions of what I did with the rest of my time at PAX. Splatoon 3 is definitely more Splatoon when it comes out this Friday. Worldless is a beautiful, minimalistic 2D platforming RPG I enjoyed in the short 15-minute demo I was able to play. The game launches sometime next year. I played Elden Ring... Ghostwire Tokyo, and Indie Wave Defense Shooter Hypercharge Unboxed on the new Intel Arc A770 graphics card. And it is indeed a graphics card. I had no discernible issues during any of my gameplay sessions, but with a PR person watching to ensure I didn't benchmark anything, including turning on even an FPS counter, I can't really say much. Beneath Oressa is a card-based dungeon-crawling RPG roguelike with a cool 3D art style and post-apocalyptic fantasy theme, launching on October 12th in the early access on Steam. Moth and Wolf is an upcoming whiskey based on The Last of Us, with a flavor profile meant to emulate the story beats of the second game in the series. A forward sweetness rounded out with a pleasant burn, soothed by subtle smokiness, makes it a good whiskey for fans of the alcoholic beverage. The whiskey is set to launch later this year. Finally, I was able to watch the first two episodes of the upcoming anime series Cyberpunk Edge Runners in collaboration with CD Projekt Red, Netflix, and legendary anime studio Trigger. The plot is definitely intriguing, but returning to Night City through new eyes and a new art style is what kept me the most engrossed. 
There are some details in the animation that are immaculate, and some of the most beautiful 2D animation I have seen in a very long time. Cyberpunk Edge Runners is set to launch on Netflix on September 13th. And that just about sums up my time at PAX this year. If you went, I hope you had a good time. I surely enjoyed mine. Stay tuned for your regularly scheduled episode of 8-Bits later this week. And otherwise, thanks for listening and have a good rest of your day.